0: hi hello welcome to another episode of isaiah's newsstand it's your host isaiah edwards the date is december the 16th 2023 hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes as for me i'm doing pretty good well let's see here i started off my day today with some extra work did some overtime at the old job and uh, actually wound up getting out an hour early, so that was kind of nice in its own way, even though I'm already doing like more or less a half day there anyway, so it's kind of like, oh man, like kind of less overtime money, but whatever. Oh, overall, it's good. the day is moving along just swimmingly. uh let's see a quick little food corner i um had some donuts from the old job, which was nice. also, I guess uh, where do we get the donuts from? I think it's daylight donuts, local shout out there um they were good i got a was it a iced donut with like pink icing and sprinkles on it and then i got the iced cinnamon roll which gotta say one of my faves so yeah it was nice it was really yummy good day so far oh, let's see here not much else to report on the personal news let's see here i'll go ahead and do my startup and then we will get into some news All right, from CBS News, Prince Harry was victim of phone hacking by UK tabloids, court rules. Britain's high court ruled that Prince Harry, the Duke of Sussex, was the victim of phone hacking by Mirror Group Newspapers, Um, publisher of the Daily Mirror tabloid, on Friday, He has been awarded 140,600 pounds, which is about $180,000 in damages. The presiding judge in the case at Britain's High Court, Justice Timothy Fancourt, said in a statement that he had awarded Harry the modest sum as uh, the case had shown the NGN only played a small part in everything that the Duke suffered. And was not responsible for all the unlawful activity that was directed at the Duke, and that a good deal of the oppressive behavior of the press towards the Duke over the years was not unlawful at all. The judge said he found that only 15 of the 33 articles that were scrutinized in the case were product of phone hacking or other illegal information. So, yeah, I mean, this is a bit of an update. We've covered this when it started. Overall, I think that, you know, this is a good, solid ruling. Uh, like, it's a decent chunk of money. I mean, if you were, like, an average guy, that'd be kind of cool to get. Obviously, you know, when it trickles down to you, post all the legal fees and all that kind of fucking shit, taxes, it's not that much. But I think for someone like Prince Harry, this was definitely about sending a fucking message. And that's cool. And, of course, I, I really wanted to read this quote um, because it's so fucking dorky. Like, I thought it was his his lawyer making this statement and i was like man that that lawyer is real fucking ham right but then i realized it's like no that lawyer was reading the statement of prince harry and i was like oh brother oh brother um at least that's how i was like listening to it as i was working so this is what what he says i've been told that slaying dragons will get you burned but in the in light of today's victory and the importance of doing what is needed for a free and honest press it is a worthwhile price to pay. The mission continues, Harry said. Yeah, they like eavesdropped on you, and they found out you were like doing coke, and they told everybody. Yeah, you slayed that dragon, Harry. Oh my God! <laughs> and I know, I, I, I'm kind of being maybe a little bit heavy-handed to this kid. This I was gonna say, kid. He's a grown-ass fucking man. He's older than me. Um, at least I think so. Uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> but. Um, he's done this kind of shit before like when he was talking about like um killing people in like you know wartime situations or conflict situations he was like yeah it's like it's like you know i was taking off pieces of a chessboard it's like bro you were killing people like this is actually a time where you should not be poetic at all and it's like so just seeing that he has a pattern of doing this is very lame um but um pierce morgan gets brought up into this which is a another guy another piece of shit um, that I've mentioned before on the pod. Um, he was the editor at the time, and, you know, more or less, um, the judge is, like, saying that, like, yeah, there's no doubt that this guy at least knew about it, if not was complicit. Um, of course, Pierce Morgan disputes that, and then, you know, takes the opportunity to, like, throw a diss at, um, uh, Prince Harry, um, which I'll read the end of his quote here, um, And that he wouldn't know the truth if it slapped him around his California tan face. How is that a diss? Like, we get it. You're English, talking to another English guy. Like, okay, so he's moved on to greener, better pastures. Like, and you have no tan. You're a gray piece of steak. I don't understand, Morgan. What are you doing? What are you doing, Piers? Bro, come on. Don't you have another, like, interview with Andrew Tate lined up you got to focus on? Please, just stop with the barbs. It's not working uh let's see here there's not much else to really talk about i know he's got um more cases down the pipe um the duke and duchess of sussex have filed at least seven lawsuits against the u.s and u.k outlets since 2019 harry is currently involved in four cases against uh, u.k tabloid newspapers Um, So, yeah, I mean, keep you posted if there's more, you know, dragon slain for Harry on that that front or not. I don't know. Whatever. Um, Let's move on to American news, American crimes. Um, American mayors from the Associated Press. Jury awards $148 million in damages to Georgia election workers over Rudy Giuliani's 2020 vote lies. I don't know why I said that like that, but I did. A jury awarded $148 million in damages on Friday to two former Georgia election workers who sued Rudy Giuliani for defamation over lies he spread about them in 2020 that upended their lives with racist threats and harassments. The damages verdict follows emotional testimony from Rondrea Shea Moss and her mother Ruby Freeman. Who tearfully described coming becoming the target of false conspiracy theory pushed by Giuliani and other Republicans as they tried to keep then President Donald Trump in power after he lost the 2020 election? Um, let's see here. There was an audible gas in the courtroom when the jury four person read aloud the $75 million award and punitive damages for the women. Moss and Freeman were each awarded roughly $36 million in other damages. Now, this is a really big number. Um, We shall see if he is going to be even able to pay it. Granted, he's already said that like, um, you know, this was a, you know, a fraudulent, preposterous amount of money and it shows how like, you know, silly and ridiculous this all is and he's going to appeal. So there's going to be an appeal process, of course, as there always is. Um, But um, I don't think that anyone's head is going to spin over this. I do think that most likely he is going to be on the hook for it. But the bigger question is, does Giuliani even have the fucking money? I think the answer to that is no. Um, I know that his lawyers are hitting him up for, like, millions of dollars that I think he owes, if I'm not mistaken. Or at least there's a lot of money that's on the line that he already owes his lawyers. I've heard about this man literally groveling to Donald Trump saying, like, please, Daddy Donald, please, can we like, can you, like, throw me a fundraiser so I can make some more money? I really need it for all these legal fees. Ooh. I, I wish i wish that was how giuliani talked instead he talks like a new york cadaver <laughs> um but yeah i mean so i think he's on the ropes here i don't even know if he even has the money uh he can probably barely afford the fucking starbucks i don't know but um let me see let me read my little highlighted highlighted portion giuliani's defense rested thursday morning without calling a single witness at the former after the former mayor reversed course and decided not to take the stand Giuliani's lawyer had told jurors in his opening statement that they would hear from his client. But after Giuliani's Giuliani's comments outside the court, the judge barred him from claiming in testimony that his conspiracy theories were right. So um, I remember listening earlier this week. I was listening to Star Here, ABC News um essentially he was talking a reporter had came up and talked to him and was asking some questions and essentially he was like no, no 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 like don't be mistaken i'm the victim here these people are making this shit up still even though the judge had told him no dude like you've been found guilty of this shit we are now moving to the sentencing portion like you can't keep saying these lies now but he still kept chirping he still kept talking and um and more or less the defense lawyer for Giuliani's like, I mean my dude's an old man, I can't stop him, I can't control this guy, um, uh, so, I mean, he's incorrigible, he's not gonna fucking stop, but I will say that at least justice is served here, and at least for, um, you know, the election workers who are involved in the situation, they can get a little bit of peace, because they've been literally harassed by so many, like, QAnon, like, alt-right hyper freaks who have been, like, literally, like, banging outside their door, literally, like, trying to, like, do schemes to try to kill them. Like, imagine getting calls from the FBI saying, like, yo, you got to, like, leave your house because they are trying to, like, murder you. Like, like and, and for me, that does hit a certain kind of home because I remember, um, you know, at one point when I was wide-eyed and bushy-tailed and real wet behind the ears I was like, "Yeah, man, working the election—that sounds like a like a good idea." Because one, I had no job and I wanted to make a little bit of money, and two, it was like, "Okay, I get to be a part of the political process in a way. I get to put my hands on the wheel. It feels good." Maybe it didn't feel good. You go through a bunch of bullshit. You get paid like at least at the time I was making. I made like about one hundred and forty dollars or some shit. It was not worth it. it. It for the whole sweat and the tears, man. Nah, it was cool. I mean, I didn't cry personally. It was it was all right. It was fine time. But uh, it was tedious. It was, like, whatever. You you do a lot of sitting um, and moving around at the same time. Overall, not worth it, if you ask me. But imagine having to do this job, and essentially it's a service. And then literally because Rudy Giuliani says that you were moving around, like, I think it was USB cards or whatever, like crack vials or cocaine vials, that now people are at your door. Now you can't even get a job at Chick-fil-A because literally the manager is pulling up and It's like, hey, is this you? Is this you? Did you do this? Did you? <laughs> are you a part of a conspiracy? Which, if, could you imagine? No fucking way. Ain't no fucking way. I, I would laugh at that man as I leave. Like, it, what, what a world we live in. Um, but yeah, obviously, fuck Giuliani, this sweaty fucking loser, former mayor of New York. Um... Sadly, I don't think these these ladies are going to get the money that they deserve. But, um, you know, once again, at least you do have on the record this man lied. This man made up a bunch of dumb fucking bullshit on your fucking name. And, you know, at least you can say that for the fucking record. You know what I mean? It's, it's better than goddamn nothing. I don't know. Um, let's move on to the next beat. From the Business Insider. Former head of Facebook DEI efforts, Barbara, Barbara Furlow Smiles, admits she embezzled $4 million from the company. A former top diversity, equity, and inclusion manager at Facebook has pleaded guilty to embezzling millions from the, for, uh, from the social media company as part of a sprawling kickback scheme, federal prosecutors announced this week. Barbara Furlow Smiles led DEI initiatives at Facebook, now called Meta, from 2017 to 2021, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office in Georgia. Now, Furlow Smiles diverted more than $4 million from Facebook by linking payment apps to her Facebook credit card and paying out charges to fake vendors the U.S. attorney said in a press release on Tuesday. She knowingly devised and intended to devise a scheme and artifice to defraud Facebook and to obtain money and property by means of materially false and fraudulent pretenses, representations and promises and by omission of material facts, a prosecutor said in court documents viewed by Business Insider. Um, now she would sh- she would submit the charges as false expense reports. Then have vendors give her the money in cash or by transferring funds to her husband's accounts. Associates paid kick paid cash kickbacks in person and by Federal Express or mail. Sometimes wrapping the cash in other items such as T-shirts. The attorney said in a press release in their press release. So um, I thought this was really interesting because. You hear such a big number, $4 million, and it's like, wow, that's a lot of fucking money. She really made out with it. But it's like you can kind of see how she was able to maybe like make traction with this because she incorporated people into the scheme. So like the people that were um, like sending her money, getting money from her, they are a part of this. So they are benefiting a part of this along with her. And that allows you then to make this kind of big kind of scheme work. And that you can, you know, just run the jewels from Facebook on four million fucking dollars. Now, obviously, this is really fucked up. You know, any kind of fucking legal kind of scheme like this is really, really lame, really messed up. But it, it is an added thing. That I feel like because it is the whole DI. Kind of thing where it's this initiative I know on the right they're like this is like a Like a schema by the ultra By the the radical left And you know it really is just like Bringing down America and Blah 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 they go on a whole fucking thing about it And I, I feel like there's probably Some guy right now queuing their script You know writing this kind of shit In um when really Once again this is just uh, another form of American American grift and when I say American grift Everybody's grifting that's an international thing One thing I really love um, about life is just that, I mean, obviously it's, it's gross, it's bad, you know, taking advantage of people, but it, it is a thing, it's a through line that you can always find in history and and no matter where you are, people will always be, they be scheming, they be scheming, they be conning, it's just a thing, so, um, I will say, at least in this kind of situation, I like that, um, Furlough Smiles, like, at least got everybody in on it, um, though it seems like, at least from here, that the focus of the investigation was on her um i know it says at the end of this article um she will be sentenced march of 2024 so i imagine we'll get it maybe an update then um but yeah i mean i don't know about any of the other people whether or not they're also getting prosecuted or not but um yeah i mean this was a big grift and um I mean, yeah, at least she's being brought to justice in that regard. I don't know about any of the compensation, but I guess that's compensation to Facebook, which then I kind of don't give a shit about. (laughs) Um, But yeah, once again, at least justice will be served uh we can go ahead and move on i think i feel like we'll call that coverage um but yeah i mean yeah and also i kind of like that she kept the grift in the family (laughs) like it was like a lot of the people she like personally knew things like that uh you know really kitschy, homemade kind of thing you know grassroots type shit we love our grifts like that all right let's go ahead and move on to the next beat uh we have one more thing to cover it's not local news but it's like local to texas local to Houston. And just uh, you know, we're kind of like a bit of a crime bundle I'm giving you here on the end. Uh, But let me go ahead and take my last break, and then we will um, get into it. Ooh, ill time burp, but I didn't cough. Love that for me. Ooh. Ooh-wee. Okie-dokie artichokey. From Eyewitness News, ABC7. Houston Bank Teller accused of stealing 180 k from 86-year-old customer who saw her like daughter. Authorities are searching for a Houston bank teller accused of stealing $180,000 from an 86-year-old customer who had come to trust her like a daughter. On Friday, Houston Crime Stoppers publicized Cecilia Hope Brown's face in alleged crime as part of their search for the 29-year-old accused of taking tens of thousands of dollars over nearly five months earlier this year. According to a charging document, brown built a rapport with an older woman who was a regular at the frost bank to the point that the woman considered and treated the bank employee like a daughter brown has been charged with second degree felony charged of aggregate theft from an elderly person the houston police department's financial crimes division picked up the investigation after the alleged victim asked why her frost bank ira account which previously had $180,000, showed a balance on July 3rd with all but $1.50 gone. Which, imagine, you're like looking at this shit. I think um, the withdrawal started from like February 21st, but like it's an IRA account. It's not something that you're like all up on. In fact, it's like a good check that you're like, oh, let me look at he- this year. Maybe she got an, a, a notification or something like that. Who knows? Um, And she looked at it, and it's like, what the fuck? Like, what's happening here? But um, let's see. In a charging document, the older woman claimed she hadn't been a recent fraud victim and that she didn't give anyone access to her account except for a bank employee named Cecilia, later identified as Cecilia Hope Brown. The older woman also said she never gave Brown permission to make the withdrawals. So that, to me, is very, very relevant because I know sometimes they kind of cue that story up. Like, well, she knew her like a like a daughter. It was like, oh, this is like family. But at the end of the day, this old woman didn't do anything. Not that I would, like, want to pivot this to blame the victim in any kind of way. But what I'm saying here is this is like ironclad. Like, the old lady was just doing this bank stuff, bank activity. Had a cordial relationship with this person at this bank that she frequents. Obviously, she's a patron of this bank. And this person then was like, oh. I'm just gonna pull a move on this old lady, and um, it's very slick that she was able to get away with it. Um, Let's see here. Um, Yeah, she was averaging over, averaging a little over twenty-three thousand dollars per transaction. So essentially, she was taking out from this account and draining it bit by bit. And I believe that the method was she was taking the money from the vault. Then, um, putting it on her till, or on an empty till, excuse me, and then like the money was like in a box, and she would take that box to her car. Now, when she was confronted about this by her supervisor, essentially she was saying, "Oh, well, the the elderly woman, she was calling it in, and I was supposed to be giving her her money." And she's like, I just thought I was doing the right thing. I just thought I was being nice and being like accommodating to our you know, our customers, to our client, whatever. And which to me, uh, that feels like a big red flag. I feel like that's, that's a big thing for the manager. Like you should have already been checking the tape because when they check the tape, they're like, that doesn't line up. Like that just does not line up that the customer's camera or the customer wasn't outside on the camera. Like her car wasn't here. And clearly that, that, that's not what happened. or What's going on? You took this box to your car, ma'am. What? Um, so yeah, I kind of think this is kind of a little bit on the, the bank itself, on the supervisor for maybe not being, you know, really on it, but this is humans being humans. Like I, I understand how these kind of, you know, cracks can happen and mistakes can happen and someone can take advantage, but it's also crazy that Brown is on the loose. Like she has not been apprehended. She really took the money and ran. Ooh. Um, but yeah. Uh, let me see here. Is there anything else I really wanted to pull? Yeah, I... Oh, yeah, this is important. This is definitely an important part before I close it out. Um, Eyewitness News reached out to Frost Bank, which said it doesn't discuss details of ongoing legal action. However, the company said Brown is not employed by Frost. The bank reimbore, reimbursed the victim's money, and it is working with law enforcement on the investigation. So that is very great. I'm very glad that obviously the bank did the right thing here. That they didn't put it on the the elderly, um, you know, the elderly woman. Jesus Christ, that would be terrible, right? Um, but that's why I was like, yeah, because legally there's no way they could. <laughs> um, so yeah, they reimbursed them, and now they're pursuing um, Brown. So yeah, let me go ahead and just read um, the little description here. She's described as a white female with brown eyes and brown hair, standing five feet tall and weighing 180 pounds. Crime Stoppers may pay up to $5,000 for information about Brown's location and arrest. Information may be reported by calling 713-222-TIPS or 8477. Submitted online at www.crimestoppers.org or through crime, the Crime Stoppers mobile app um all tipsters remain anonymous 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 only tips and calls directly to crime stoppers are anonymous and eligible for cash award aka don't hit abc7 up and uh get fucked (laughs) so there you go putting that out there for you Uh, but yeah that's where we're at that's the news for the day um let me see here if you'd like to support the effort you become a patron today Go to Patreon slash Isaiah News if you'd like to support the effort. You become a newsy, and I shout you out at the top of the month. And then let's see here. Um, Freeways to hit me up, IsaiahNews1 at gmail.com. And I am on all the socials that you're probably on. Feel free to hit me up or the podcast itself. And hopefully you're subscribed to the YouTube. Hit the like button. Hit the bell. Leave a cool comment. Would you kindly? um if not there then whatever platform you're listening on that uh helps out a lot means a lot hopefully i see you soon for some more good news i love you bye